Hello, everybody. We are back. Hello, Susan. Hello, Meg. How you doing? I am feeling a little bit afternoon slumpish, I have to say. <laughs> Maybe your coffee will kick in shortly. Maybe it will. Maybe it will. Yes. Yeah, so Once again, we're doing multiple podcast recordings in a day. We've got some great people coming up. I'm quite... I'm quite impressed with us. I am impressed. Well, always. I'm impressed with them, really. Yeah, I know. I know. People are amazing. They are amazing. So, Meg, before we get into our content, what was the best thing you ate this week? Well, the best thing I ate this week was, and I can't think of the name, and because I'm using my phone to uh, record this because we're having some microphone issues. Technical um, issues. I can't look it up. It's a recipe to eats. Mm. One. Um, and what you do is you make basically a kofta. So you get lamb mince and spices and onion Ooh. and garlic. And then you make them into like a little, know, a little sort of meatball size. And then you squash it inside a pita bread. So you oh. open up the little, Leban- like, you know, the little Lebanese yeah. breads, either the ones with the really thin or you can do yep, it with yep, the fatter yep. ones. Yep. You open them up really carefully and yes. then you push the meat into a really thin layer oh, yeah. and then you just pan fry or Is it like those... toast a sandwich maker, right? It's like a toasted sandwichy peaty type of, but the smash burger thing that's a bit of a trend, but on inside. It's in the bread. So the meat ends up really thin. Like the yeah. meat ends up like half wow. a centimetre thin. And because, you know, le- lamb mince is not the leanest of no. mince, the, as the bread cooks, the juices, the, it, yeah, well, you spray, you, you get your spray oil yeah. out again, you spray the bread as well. Yep. So you can either do it in the toasted sandwich maker or just sort of pan fry for like two minutes each side, so quick, and then just stack them up in the oven to keep warm mm. while you make the rest of them. And it was so delicious. And I'm, then she recommends you do it with like a tahini Greek mm. Greek yogurt whippedy thing. <gasps> Yum. Um, and I just made like a tomato and parsley salad and had that on the side. And delicious. it was a winner. Um, and because we made a bigger batch because I just had of this chunk of lamb mince to use up. Yep. Um, cold in the lunchbox the next day. The kids were stoked or reheated in a toasted sandwich Fantastic. maker at work the next day. Highly recommend. I will put the links in the show notes because this will be something that we make a lot, I reckon, on weekends yeah. as like an easy dinner yep. that then serves the purpose of lunchboxes for the week. I am totally, because it's nearly December and there mm. are, it has been a whole year of school lunchboxes. Yeah. I'm searching for something that I'm not bored with. Yeah. I'm yes. like, I think my kids would actually still just eat chicken sandwiches and it would be fine. But if I have to shred another barbecue chicken. <laughs> Smush I it. We mix it up with some mayo I and know, some mint. I know. I know. I don't know. It's like, get over yourself, Susan. I made a, like a sort of impossible pie type zucchini slicing the other day. Oh, and nice. Yeah, you know, like I've got to get, I've got to get a, a bit of a repertoire happening. So I've got a routine thing going again yeah. for, the, for the next year. I mean, my kids are still like they were hit and miss with eating the sandwich yeah. anyway. I think because yeah. they want to play, and so I generally don't go to a lot of effort for lunchboxes because I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah. And I've gone to effort, and then it comes home, and if yes. it's been chicken or something. I can't reuse it. That's oh, that, no. that has to be yes, given to bin. the chickens. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. So one thing I don't give to the chickens, actually, I won't give them chicken. No, that feels I just, quite It feels wrong. too wrong. Yes, yes, um, yes. But, yeah, that sounds amazing. And but I it love was amazing. That sounds really tasty as well. Yeah. Love that. So good. Delicious. Definitely recommend. And, you know, never met fried bread I didn't like. Oh, I know. <laughs> We, we, yeah, those, um, just the little mini flatbreads from any of the supermarkets, yeah. pan fry that in olive oil, yeah. it just puffs up a bit. Yes. Well, this, the in the puff, that's yeah. where you've pushed the yeah. meat 
That's so good. My kids love that. My youngest particularly. Yeah. And you could totally that. do it with beef man. So you could do yeah, it. With, like you, could, yeah, yeah. you could choose your own adventure. Yeah, yeah. But the, I really like off Yes, yes. So that was delicious. What about you? What was the best thing you've well, eaten this week? Actually, I was just before we pressed record, I was like, ah, I don't know what I had. But we went out to dinner the other night and oh. I had this really delicious, um, really delicious, um, actually two quite delicious things. So the main meal I had was this like prawn and chili spaghetti. Oh, yum. Classic. Yeah, classic. Classic. Really garlicky, really delicious. Um, but there was another, there was like a char grilled sourdough with a smoked butter. Oh. And it had, now I can't yum. remember what it was. That was, there was something crunchy, crusty on the butter as well. <gasps> it was so good. Actually, maybe it was like a honey, smoked honey butter or something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, my goodness. It was Yum. spectacular. Yeah, just the texture, the flavours, the combo. It was the most simple yeah. thing, but oh, beautiful. <laughs> Winning. Beautiful. Lovely. So, yeah. So. so good. Well, we'll flick some little links of the yes. recipes, of course. Yes, yes. Um, so... We've sort of stumbled across, not intentionally, but we've sort of stumbled across some conversations in the last couple of weeks on the pod um, centred around sort of schools and nutrition yeah, education in schools, children. particularly in children. Yep. Um, so we thought we would lean on into that and have um, just a bit of a, like it's a bit of a trickier conversation. Mm. So a bit of a content warning that we're going to sort of talk about some um, stories we've heard from people, um, all de-identified, of course. Yep. Um, which is why we take this really seriously. Yes. Because there can be some scepticism about mm-hmm. it's not such a big deal. Why do you care so much? Yeah. That doesn't happen. Or, yes. or like. <sighs> or some are like, I think, because I have had some conversations around some of the things like, say, activities my own children have been mm. given. Like, they're pretty robust kids. Um, and so, yeah, trying to have a conversation around the risk with like a teacher who just is like, well, like the kids in my class don't have eating disorders, yeah. you know. Yeah. The kids in this school don't have food insecurity or, um, yeah, so it can be quite tricky to sort of see what the harm might be if it's not smacking you in the face. Yeah, and I think we get smacked in the face. We do. Um. <laughs> and it hurts. <laughs> and it hurts our clients more than it hurts us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're vicariously smacked. Um, yeah, in yeah. the face when we, I guess, hear, yeah. um, you know, and I guess it again is some of the, the worst stories, but it's unfortunately not that um, isolated. So the stories we're going to talk about today, a couple of yucky ones, um, are the minority, yeah. but they shouldn't happen yes. ever by anybody. Um, so I think we'll cover some, um, we'll cover some stuff where, which on the surface might seem like a really quite benign um activity and quite common activity that may be done in like PE or in maths or even in um like so in junior schools as well um and then yeah there's some (laughs) some egregious things that should absolutely never you know cross anyone's which is not even about nutrition education it's about the individual teacher yes um so things which can't be broadened to other to teachers in general no because we do love teachers oh my goodness so much i'm married to one yes two out of three sisters are teachers both my parents quite a (laughs) few i am pro teachers so pro teacher (laughs) i know and especially after covid oh Oh, my goodness i'm so i've got a lot of teacher friends and i have also teachers in my family too and um yeah 
And we think that was hard for, and that was very hard um, trying to help three kids with home learning. And we had excellent support from our school's teachers. It was like live teaching. It was amazing. And kids without challenges. Yes, my yeah. kids, yeah. yeah. Oh, Oscar does have a bit of a sitting still challenge. Oh, <laughs> that challenge. Right. And a not opening other tabs on the computer challenge. Um, <laughs> but I also, you know, like we've got to have a little teacher hurrah moment. Like one of my sisters who was teaching year 12 and had her own children at home. Um, oh. So she'd be teaching while one of her children had to sit on her lap because she was like Zoom teaching. Yes. Um, and her amazingly um, were able to get through that period. Wow. But I just, there was a lot of teachers who were doing what we were doing as far as trying yes. to support their own kids' home learning or yes. supervision of their own kids while they're doing their job. Actually doing their job. Um, whereas I guess you and I was, and I, we did a bit of that when we were still yep. seeing clients. Yeah. Um, and hoping our children were not causing too much havoc yes. in the background. Yeah. So pro teachers. Um, and and we do we've definitely um, seen the, the the downside of mm. some of the um, I guess enactment of our diet culture yeah. inadvertently in yes. the classroom. Yeah, and because the little things like, you know, the kids knowing that a teacher is on a particular diet. Yes. Um, I think that's yes, yes. something like they think, oh, yeah. why, how why shouldn't they yeah. think, oh, it's because they look up to you, they think everything you do is right and yeah. they want to learn from yeah. you. And unfortunately what they're learning by you being trying to lose weight or being mm. on a particular diet is, oh, you should manipulate your food to manipulate your body size. And I am um, having had, I'm just thinking too, like the, the flip side of, seeing the other side of um, some of the food and nutrition diary type activities in clients, but also having had teachers as clients, mm. schools seem to be a hotbed of dieting. Yes. And I... Oh, I think we that, bond over it and feel... Yeah. I mean, do, is it a predominantly female workforce type yeah, of Yeah, maybe. Do you think? I wonder if it's a bit... Because it's a bit, maybe a bit like public health as well. Yeah, that's quite of, possible. Um, yeah. So, and I think teaching itself is... It's actually really quite difficult to sort of authentically care for yourself yeah. during the day as a teacher. Yeah. Like lots of teachers don't drink and afford it. No, because they, they can't don't leave want the to have to. <laughs> to go to the toilet. Or they might not actually get to eat their lunch because they're mm. dealing with like a they've got a playground duty or they have to, you know, take time to speak to a parent or so yeah. so I think we've got we've probably got some like problems in in all aspects of um food and eating and teaching and being a student and yeah know, within the context of our culture which is very much about you know hysteria about weight and um idolizing particular bodies mm. and, and and particular ways of eating yeah well i remember having a um thing around the pressures on teachers and it's actually a much a broader problem when um i met a new a new parent at a school that my kids were at um, and she did not know me or what I did. She asked what I did. I said, I'm a dietitian. And she launched straight into how much she likes the school because the teachers clearly look after themselves. What? Was what she said. And I was like, sorry, what do you mean? And she basically meant were there weren't very many fat teachers <gasps> at the school. And I was just like, I, you are, oh, no, we are not. Uh, mm. Mm. I think I was able to say don't think you can really tell the quality of a teacher's teaching by their body size i think i was wow. like i was angry <laughs> and it, 
irritated enough to shocked. be like, uh, no, shocked. Shocked, shocked, but not so shocked that I went completely speechless. Yeah, I was wow. only like, um, no, That's, no, uh, incredible. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. Thing. So, there's a lot of whew, mess, a lot messiness. Of mess. So, we're just going to talk, I guess, specifically about why we take this so seriously, yeah. yeah. Um, and maybe examples of some of the things, the activities that seem to be common. Yeah. And have been maybe since, like, I don't know, the 80s. Oh, well, you um, still sometimes see things with a pyramid. Yeah, that's true. We haven't, like, like, the plate has its own problems, but yeah, yeah, we yeah. haven't had the pyramid. 1995, like, when did the pyramid get superseded by the plate? Was uh, it that yeah. long ago? Yeah, I think so. A long time ago. Yeah, yeah. And you'll still see things with, like, a, a, fifth a pyramid, pyramid on them and go, yeah. okay, well. All right, we're there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Resources are, are hard to come by. Um, yeah, so I think probably I, the most, probably the most common um classroom activity that kicks off some disordered eating or restriction maybe is probably the food and exercise diaries absolutely yeah 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 yes so um this is particularly when it comes along with also calculate this is what you need yeah 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 this how would you put it on a plate over the course of a day yes so that's, I mean, that's usually sort of a high school mm, yeah. activity. I don't think I've ever seen that as a primary school activity. And it's usually in PDH. Or in food tech. I'm food finding tech. I'm seeing right. some recently I've been able to look at some yeah. food tech stuff and be like, oh, hadn't right. really considered. Because I was thinking that would be more about the, um, I guess, the science of yes. food yep. and like yep. food preparation because yeah. when I did food tech, yeah, it was. I mean, we, that's where I learned to put a can of tomato soup in my bolognese. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I learned how to make fried rice. Lovely. Very good. Yes. Um, but unfortunately, it's now been, I guess, absorbed yeah. by the health messaging yep. stuff and how can we make this healthier, yes. um, which has been a bit So I think there's, there's a number of things that can be, um, I guess, risky there is the direct, like, you know, you got to get this many and no more Energy calories. in, energy out, yeah. sort of, as, like, pretending that humans are yeah, closed robots, system. Yeah. Um, but I think probably one of the more subtle problems is you know, kids with limited, like, a limited diet mm. and that they aren't getting, you know, all of the vegetables, all of the fruits, and then the shame that that can, yeah. like, if they're writing down, like, their meals and that's there's that one vegetable that they manage and that's the one thing that they feel safe with and it's corn or something, <laughs> um, not even a green one, um, they can feel really um, embarrassed mm. by the limitation. And we know, like, change is actually never going to come out of shame, shame. and fear. Yeah. yeah so. And I think hiking back to a little bit that example Kelly gave of the little boy who – thought, oh, if I don't eat brown bread, I can't be healthy yes. because you've just taught me that brown bread is healthy. Yes. Um, and actually, I when I do school talks, I mm. love it when there are a few concerned parents who contact the school saying, hey, I'm a bit worried that you're getting a dietitian to come and talk. And I'm like, yes, yes, <laughs> you should be worried. Um, not about me, but in general. <laughs> um, and there have been, you know, in some of the like feedback I've had from like in advance to doing my stuff, um, is, hey, we've had a parent con- um, call, they've had a talk from a dietitian before, um, which actually caused a child to get really anxious about oh, not gosh. about fruit and vegetables. She only wants to eat fruit and vegetables and she's actually developed an eating disorder. Yikes. Um, it does happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, again, that's well-intentioned stuff and it's probably factual as far as here's the number of serves of yeah. different food groups that you need each day and 
blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But to a little, so someone who doesn't understand developmental stages or who doesn't get the bigger picture of what they think health is and that link with like these beliefs around body size and health and then trying to enact that as a little Mm. 10, 11, 12 year old can Well, I think when they're very concrete in their thinking and when somebody says something is healthy, Mm. there is no nuance. It's it's unequivocal all the time. This is... And on the flip side, this is unhealthy. Oh gosh, yeah. And so I go to a birthday party. I can't. I can't eat the cake or the chips because that's yep. unhealthy. unhealthy. And if I eat that, I'm going to be unhealthy. Yeah. Hang on a minute. Why is my mum giving me cake? Does she want me to be unhealthy? Yes. Yeah. Why is <laughs> my mum eating it? Is she going <gasps> to? Is my mum going to be sick now because yes. she's eating cake? Yes. Um, all of those little worries yep. that just yep. uh, seem to be actually um, not that rare. No, they're not, are they? And I, I think it's. Um, I like for some children they'll be fleeting. Mm. They'll be like a maybe a couple of days of a slightly yes, raised anxiety, and then they move get on. on. With it. Yep. Yeah, like I definitely had one of my kids. <laughs> the, you know the red flag questions, Mum. How much sugar has this got in it? I told you it was like, it was tomato sauce, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what? Who's been talking to you? Like. Don't like, honestly. <laughs> I saw a really funny meme. Don't worry about it. A really funny meme on that today in this dietitian meme group, mm. um, where someone had like screenshotted that picture of you know the tomato sauce bottle and then how many grams of sugar yeah, in it, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they've captioned it, oh, because so often I accidentally eat the whole bottle, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I get the whole x grams Whatever. of sugar. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> you drinking it? Yeah, yeah. You know, like that has come out of a conversation where sugar uh-huh. has been vilified. Yes. And even tomato sauce. Even in tomato sauce. I know. And you're like, but if we knew about the way food is made, well, yeah, it's going to have some sugar in it because yeah. that's going to change the texture of it. And it's going to change the balance of the acidity yeah, and exactly. make it more palatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like with um, canned things. They will have some sugar and some salt. Mm. Otherwise, it's complete slush. <laughs> and disgusting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it helps maintain the integrity of whatever the vegetable that's been canned is. So, you know, we've got no context for this stuff. Yeah. And, and we, no context to, oh, your body can actually handle yeah. quite a decent amount of like yeah, added sugar. Like that's the, right. Even I guess you know guidelines that are based in a bit of weight centric. Yeah. Talk, they still have relatively high numbers of yeah. We couldn't really find any evidence yeah, of negative yeah. impacts below like yeah. what six to twelve teaspoons of sugar. Yeah. Like it's not a, actually a, a that lower no. number. Don't no. be worried about tomato sauce. That's for sure. No, and you know it's going to be a splash on you. I mean, in some kids, you know, it is. It's a splash on everything. It's a splash on everything. <laughs> Do you want some sausage with this sauce? Um, but, yeah, so those questions that, like, I think they're the sort of thing where I just go, <gasps> yeah. what's the rest of that conversation been yes. like? Why are you asking me that question? And what's the worry? Um, and mm, what's yeah, actually underlining that question? back to this little black and white thinker with some, a few more questions and some reassurance. Yeah. Yeah. Your body can handle your it. Your body Back can to absolutely my handle it. I've said six hundred thousand times. Yeah, your body. In my life. Yeah, your body can handle it. Um, so I think yeah, the activities where we're given these like very like population level guidelines, mm. and then they've been distilled down into this is also appropriate for each and every single one of you individual yes. humans every single day. And you know, you and think if you about, don't get this, it's not right. You think about like a year seven class or in year eight class or that grade 
and the different stages of development. Yeah. Who has hip puberty, who hasn't, who's still really a baby and who's mm. practically like a man, you know? <laughs> and I just think like, you know, there'll be somebody who's not even five foot yet and then one of the boys will be six foot two yeah. and have full facial hair. Yeah. And you're like, really? Do we think those they're children all are all going to need exactly the same? What about, you know, they're going to hit a growth spurt and mm. their appetite's going to pick up and... Now we're deviating from the instructions and the fear and the worry that happens. And that we always seem to end up at a what should I cut out Yes. place yes. Um, rather than a what could I add in. Yep. Um, yeah. And so, you know, now in our course and in our practice, we often, when we're talking about that sort of gentle nutrition yes. principle, we what start at a, what can I add in yeah. while attending yeah. to my body trust and hunger, hunger yeah. fullness, yeah. which will help things yes. fall where they fall. So I think in the effort to teach the content around, like maybe it is around dietary guidelines or um, and I guess what the types of activities. I mean, you could use like a, a mythical human mm-hmm. who has some like, you know, normal life challenges and barriers and what, how can we be creative to help this person think about how they might... So, like, taking it out of that individual. So, you've got the content mm. that you need to teach, but you're not having people apply it. Yeah. Children apply it to themselves. Who don't do the shopping? Yeah, Who don't right. do the cooking? Whose Who... body is going through a wild growth yeah, and change yeah, period. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So, I think there's definitely safer ways of covering that sort of mm. content. But also bringing in the, you know, that it is population. Yeah. And... That our, you know, like we always say, nutrition matters over a lifetime, mm. like over weeks, over months, over years, not meal by meal. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's probably probably the most common one. Yeah, and I think that can be com- that can be challenging as a, I guess, a trigger for over fixation on food and mm. diet for the individual. Yeah. Or for someone who's actually in recovery from eating disorder yes. or has recovered eating disorder, it can be really really harmful and it's the thing that i've had to request um mm. write letters to say actually this activity is not going to be safe for yeah. this person and, and what I can think, we come up with that's an alternative i think too if we are if we're saying that like this person we know has an eating disorder or is in recovery and this activity isn't safe for them how many people fly under the radar mm. and don't get diagnosed till year nine or year 10 or year 11 or or maybe never mm. If this isn't a safe activity, it's just not a safe it's activity. It's just not, no. Yeah, because, you know, the eating disorder is like, is the pointy end of the spectrum. There's a lot of disordered eating and body dissatisfaction uh, and, distraction you know, like and restriction distress. and binging and, yeah, just loss of quality of life. So no one needs that. No. No. Definitely no. not. Absolutely so, yeah, not. I think that the, the one thing that I always believe about teachers is they're really creative. Mm. Like, they, you know, like the teachers I know spend so much time in resource development and, you know, all of that sort of stuff. And I think like taking that, oh, I've got to get this information, these concepts, these sort yeah, of Yeah, how can I make it real world right? Exactly. And, and unfortunately our real world is so diet yeah. culture infused yep. that things that might look like, oh, this is creative, this is a mm-hmm. real world, it's mm-hmm. practical, can yeah. look like a great activity yep. if... Well, you that aren't really considering, the, oh, hang on a minute, this is actually yeah, the language of disordered eating The maths activity that, like, we saw that was given to a maths class at the end of Year 7, which was, like, four different meal plans and with the totals 
of macronutrients and like so energy but also protein fat carbohydrate and then it was given so there were four they're all different they're made up of different foods and they all had different um, energy levels and things but within that there was like 12 year olds need x calories Mm. per day how many in how many calories in excess of that are each of these meal plans and then there was a table that they were given with a list of physical activities that burned this many (gasps) calories per half hour how many hours or what level you know how much activity did this person need to do to burn off the excess it's like what that is a Instruction brain. Yeah, absolutely. Like, this absolutely. is how exoters talk to people. Yeah. So, and and it was the the question was asked like, come on, this is like this is, seems highly risky, and um, the, the the explanation was about it being real world. Yeah. So we're like, what can you do? Hang on a second. Your family's traveling from Australia to America for Thanksgiving, <laughs> and they're going to cook this recipe, and it's how what's the time difference between the two countries? Is it going to feel like lunchtime in your tummy or dinner time in your tummy? Take this recipe and turn it from imperial to metric yeah. or metric to imperial. And or on some budgeting it. thing. Yeah. How I over know. budget are we? Yes. Like it doesn't have to be yeah, calorie yeah, budget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So um, I think, yeah, stepping away from that, it's such a, I mean, it's such a big, shiny, obvious yeah. thing to do. But I think if we can highlight how risky it is. So risky. If you wouldn't do it knowing that, you know, Sally, who's just spent six weeks in kids' hospital, is in your class, then, yeah, it's it's yeah. not an activity for anyone. Yeah, totally agree. Absolutely. Yeah. What's our other most common one, do you think? Um, Fucking weighing kids. Yeah, the weights and heights. I think it's heading out. Yeah. I think it's good. At least it's, there are not many, I don't think there are any schools now where it's done as a yeah. thing you have to do to everyone. But I think it sneaks into when we're doing mass. Yeah, and junior schools. Junior, that's where I've seen it happen. Yeah, junior weighing the kids and, and plotting where the weights are. Who's no. the tallest? Who's the shortest? Yeah. As well, who's the heaviest? Who's the lightest? Mm. Which would all be fine if we had a very neutral totally. attitude towards bodies. But we do not. <laughs> we don't. Um, so a friend of ours, um, good old Rachel, her way of doing it with little kids with pumpkins. Yeah, weigh pumpkins. pumpkins. Measure the pumpkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get little pumpkins. You can get yes. big pumpkins. Yep. Oh, pumpkins back- are good pumpkins. <laughs> Health of every pumpkin. Pumpkins <laughs> in every size. Um, but backpacks, different bags, uh, what course. they weigh, that sort of thing. So there's lots of different things. But, yeah, you know, there's going to be some kids, again, who are completely unfazed. It is like water off a duck's back. Yeah. And what happened, I mean, like your kids who just have, mine would be the same, have just no concept of what what they weigh. They might even, am yeah, I like, like yeah, am I 100? Yeah, yeah. Am I 100? Am I yeah. 10? Am I, I don't know. Thousand, <laughs> I don't have a concept yes. of this. Um, and, and others who are actually weighing themselves, which is pretty yes. scary. And like I know one of the people I went to high school with has a very strong memory of being weighed at mm. school. I do not recall it. I do. At I, all. We were weighed yeah. and had a scoliosis check at the oh, same time. Oh, right. Hmm, I yeah, remember that. Yeah, Must yeah. have been about year nine. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember the number. I don't think, maybe no. we weren't even, even back then, we yeah, weren't yeah. showing the number. I've also I've got a friend who was a really good swimmer, and she's she said she still remembers she was the heaviest girl. Mm. She doesn't remember that she was the state champion <laughs> at freestyle, or maybe the tallest girl too. Yeah. She was the heaviest. Wow. And like, 
but you think too the, the the for boys where maybe size is actually you know something that's yes. a bit more priced. But the, the smallest, smallest boy that would might. really be hard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. So it is again around that until our culture is not valuing yeah. different bodies differently, that stuff is really unsafe. Yeah. Um, and I think it can be a helpful little sort of benchmark is first going yeah how will the biggest yes. person yes um feel how will the smallest person feel in the way i'm talking about this yeah. and that's around health and weight um as well because when we're yes. talking about nutrition it is done from that sort of weight focused mm. healthy healthy weight yeah. um stuff how are the kids who aren't sitting in the middle in ground that place feel yeah um what is it likely to make their friends think about them yeah. what is what perhaps are you noticing your you might be thinking about yeah. them yeah. um when they're yeah. likely not the change maker yeah. and you think about who are the children that you they're very very good mm. they're very like maybe perfectionistic mm-hmm. they're the ones who worry they're the ones who are going to lock on to the absolute truth and accuracy of whatever it is mm-hmm. and, you know, apply it 100%. Yeah, and, worry. and worry when they can't. Yes, 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 white-knuckling. Mm. I mean, I just, I, that maths activity I was saying before, like, I was like, imagine trying to do that for your whole summer holidays. Yeah. Like, what do you then need? You need to be weighing, you need to be measuring, mm. you need to be counting. Like, you no, should be man. at pool parties at... Yeah. flip out at like sleeping in yeah. watching movies yeah. and look one of the and kind of, it is kind of related to that and i think this doesn't happen very often and it doesn't happen by this teacher anymore um but one of the most horrifying stories that i heard from um, a dietitian who is in my practice um was a client of hers in i think year eight or nine um whole class was weighed and heights taken bmis are plotted on a chart Ooh. and then the heaviest three or two, um, were instructed to go and have a run around the oval. It's it's just I still oh. can't even believe that it happened. Um, horrifying. So you know, obviously the, 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 the oh, it was a gosh. it was a girl. She was the only girl in the group who were sent for a run. Um, just hideous. And so the school was contacted on by a few different people, um, and that doesn't happen anymore. But what assumptions lie under yes, that? Exactly. That's awful. And that you can just tell that, like, that one lap of the oval. And no, yes. What? Like, what? Yeah. Like, just shocking. absolutely shocking. Particularly yeah. if you think of that age group where yeah. bodies are changing. Yeah. And they're going to be different proportions and different shapes. Mm-hmm. And BMI is completely inappropriate for children. Like, it's yes. terrible for adults, but it is yeah. completely inappropriate for children. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, and we know too, like, across that sort of, say, 10 to or even like nine really to 17, with a massive change in height, in weight. Yeah. But it's not. Like 15, it doesn't 25 all, kilo It does not happen in the first couple of years. It does not. Like it. And it's different for different kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then like they shoot up overnight and then it seems to just pause and then it happens again. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not even like this nice smooth it is progression. Not. And they don't necessarily, you know, gain weight and height at not the same time like it's just you've got to just stay that grounded keep taking care of your body mm. keep moving keep eating food that you enjoy and food that you know is probably you know gonna help you go to the toilet <laughs> shower you sleep Look after you, but all, all of, of the those things. things yeah absolutely Hang rather with your than mates. try to control this try to fix this oh. try to slow this down yeah, or change it yeah, just yeah horrifying so i think you know that is not i think that is a rarity that story that i heard but oh my goodness this 
that's going to stick with that girl for the rest of her life, even though she knew it was wrong, even though she yeah. went home and told her yeah. mum, even though the teacher got spoken to. Yeah. Um, well, I, the reality is that she had to had to deal with that. So I think I don't know if I've told, said this on the podcast before. Maybe I have, but I was a nerd, still am. So I did three unit maths mm-hmm. in high school, and so I had this one remaining random unit that I had to fix, put into my HSC. And that one random unit that was available was PE. Right. So there were like five of us because it was quite a small grade. Three unit maths people doing PE. So you can imagine (laughs) our PE teacher was probably quite disappointed (laughs) at the specimens he had to deal with. But we went to um, Narrabeen Sport and Rec Camp for, uh, I don't know, like a PE camp thing. We did all the sit and reach tests and beep tests and, you know, whatever. But one of the things was skinfold testing. Oh, wow. But the students did it on each other. So, you know, I've done that ISAC accreditation. Yeah, me too. And I know how hard it is to get it right. Absolutely. Right, in inverted commas, because, like, there's always going to be inter-rater error anyway. But my PE teacher said to me, I'm surprised that your skinfolds are so high, given how small you are. Wow. Thanks, teacher. To a... I think what I've been in, I would have been year 11 or 12, so 16 or 17. Wow. I've Googled him since. He's retired. (laughs) (laughs) But he ended up in The Hunter somewhere. Yeah, but what would he have said to, like Ah. the fact that, I think, I wonder if that might be part of it. And this is, again, not all teachers, not all teachers. Um, (laughs) But when you're in, you are in a power imbalance. Um, And you feel, and you know you have an influence. Mm. Um, But some people might not recognise that and inadvertently say things that then go stick to people with people yeah, the rest of their lives. Yeah, Other yeah. people might actually do it intentionally. If yes, you like the power. Because yes. you're going to have yeah. great people and terrible people in every profession. Uh, 100%. Um, and so yep. just the risk yeah. is huge. Yeah. I, had, you I, mean, had, I don't think you had told me that. No? Okay. Or you had, there I, you go. Had blocked it out. Blocked it horrible. the trauma. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like really lucky that I didn't take anything out of that. Mm. Like I needed to do anything yeah. because of that. Oh, you no, totally I think could've. I was probably pretty snarky and just thought, you <laughs> Yeah, you hypocrite. Talk about my buddy. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, you know, again, the 80s, but, you know, those sorts of things, just inadvertent comments, I think. Mm. So if we can really stay away from talking about people's bodies, it's a really good thing. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. What's our other absolute Documentaries. Oh, my, can we go... In inverted commas, enormous inverted commas, documentaries, because, like, they are just... They're not documentaries. They're not. They're, they're not, not based on research. They're not recent research. They are shock, Awful shockumentaries. Shockumentaries. Mockumentaries. Mockumentaries. Yeah. So things like that sugar film. Oh, It's... Super Size Me. Yeah. I mean, that sugar film is the one that appears it's in practice again and again and I see again. it in the... Well, we see it in the curriculum all the time. Yes. Like, you even your own kids have uh-huh. watched it. I imagine I it's coming for mine, who are now in high school, heading yep. in to that stage yeah somehow um, it's um well things often get approved yeah and then they're they're in for life yeah um but like i every me i've had a i have a client who well she's just discharged her oh, nice. feeling very excited well oh, very close lovely. one more appointment and then we're done um but it's been five years yeah <laughs> five years exactly five years for a one afternoon activity yeah um far out yeah so um yeah, just went to watch the film. Had to do the had to do an assignment associated with the film, calculating sugar in her own intake, mm-hmm. and yeah, that was I'm the ball game. With, I'm working with a young girl at the moment who is. It wasn't that movie, but yeah, again, that's the fear of the, the this era. Mm-hmm. Is the fear is carbohydrate? Yeah, 
in the eighties and nineties. It was fat. fat, yeah, and yeah. But now at the moment, it's it's carbohydrate, and mm-hmm. that film is stoking so much fear. Yeah, and there's no nuance. None. But interesting, I remember when it was all really big and mm. um, so the guy who made it was sort of doing a lot of sort of yep. on panels and talking. Yeah. He would talk with nuance. Yes. And he would answer questions. We would be like, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That. That's not in the movie anyway, no. though. Um, like it was, he was almost like sort of almost apologising. Yes. But not taking it away. No. Um, but even actually, I'm actually concerned. I haven't seen Embrace Kids, but Embrace Documentary – I wouldn't want that shown in schools right. because there's description of eating disorder behaviours yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like, don't it's need not, that. It's not safe. Um, no. There was a couple of times when I watched it because we hosted, I think you might have been there as well, yeah. Louise, and I hosted um, a screening of it. Because oh, no, overall I, I think it's had a very positive, yeah. overall I think it's had a very positive yeah. impact. But there's description of um, when one of the plus-size models is talking. Yeah. Um, I'm just like... That should not have been left no, in. No, <laughs> like no. it's just this un, not really not understanding the potential for the, harm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the same with the very very emaciated yes, eating images, disorder bodies. Lots of yeah. images. Yeah, uh, and I think it's the you know the culture loads the gun. Yes, and something pulls the trigger. Yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah, if we didn't have all of the conversations that we do about thinness and all of the glamorizing yeah. and, and the idolizing of thinner bodies and young bodies and able bodies and white bodies and all of the all of the things it wouldn't land like it does no um but it's almost comes across as and this is how you do it but i think it sort of alludes to a, a, a you know it sits in that same sphere of everything you've been told about nutrition is is wrong you're being lied to but you know, yeah, yeah, and what we see is like nutrition science is it's like a it's glacial in the pace of change, you know, mm. like it doesn't like it builds and it builds and it builds on itself, but the headlines, oh, yeah, and the books, something new out. it was the all popular wrong. books, totally, and you know, and nutrition science, I mean, it's it's got its own problems, it's not all through the lens of. Yeah. Does this make you thin and hot? Yeah, no. I mean, you know, the microbiome, all the yeah. studies around that. But what it, what sells, what makes yeah. money is potential for weight loss. Totally. And it's like this, I think the undermining of trust is really problematic yeah. as well totally for agree. everyone. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, giving these messages in such black and white terms to mm. people who are black and white thinkers. Yeah, yes, that's um, right. Yeah, and there'll be the majority of kids will probably go, yeah, blah, 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 whatever. Mm. Or like my kids, we watched this movie, That Sugar Show or something. It was really weird. <laughs> and it just, you know, didn't, didn't yeah. land anywhere. But there'll be those children who are a bit more prone to anxiety, a bit more prone to perfectionism, mm-hmm. who've got maybe some more diety type talk in their home. Yeah. And it's like, I go through this door. Yeah. It's hell on the other side. We'll maybe get you out in five it's years. that great. We might try to find it and share it, that um, great little cartoon of the Trojan horse. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was like there's an eating sort of inside. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Nutrition education. Yeah. Is the... <laughs> Is the Trojan um, horse. Is disorder. And like, unsuspecting me. Yeah. I'll have to dig it where up. Dig up, dig wear that up. Yeah. I'll have to dig that it's, up. Uh, yeah, it's late. <laughs> uh, I'll have to dig that up and we'll um, yeah, maybe link to it also yeah. Yeah. in the show notes because I think that's it's the unseen harm. Yes. Um, and we know that there are there's stuff in that horse. 
Yeah, that's right. Exactly. So um, I guess to sort of start wrapping that yeah. up, um, what are we doing about it? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing about it? What are you doing um, about it? Well, we are I'm looking, hoping it's yes. going to be out, like literally out today. We have put together yes. a little bit of a guide around what other things to look out for, what are sort of those potential risky practices yep. um, and some alternatives. We try to yes. be proactive in the alternatives. Yep. Um, of course, you can get out. You can hire us to come and talk at your school we can and do, do other professional development for teachers or parents or to students to to workshops yep. to um, students on sort of body image and um, just navigating the food culture yeah. and the media landscape yep. when it comes to food. Yes. Um, um, but yeah, go back and listen to our other podcast. Yeah, episodes. the one with Kelly yes. in particular, um, yes, Kelly Fullerton, was... which was only the last week. Yes. Even last week's one, I think. That's right. If you're just new this week, pop back last week. But you know, I think probably a lot of our stuff we land on children in there somewhere. We do. So we do. Um, yeah. Um, and I guess the final thing we haven't talked about, which I did want to touch on, um, because I guess it's not in the classroom so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but please don't comment on kids' food. <gasps> Yes. I had a beautiful client um, doing really well in recovery from an eating disorder who needed to eat between getting off the bus and starting school because she had a pretty long bus ride. So the time from breakfast to recess was too long. So we sort of put this snack in. um, And it was usually only just an up and go or something. And one day she thought, I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to go to the cafe, the school cafe. I'm going to buy a muffin to challenge this this thing. I've been wanting one of those for years and never let myself have it. Um, And so she did that. And then the teacher said to her, you shouldn't be eating that. Do you know how much sugar's in there? <gasps> oh, my goodness. I know. And the teacher didn't realise that – actually, might have realised. She probably was on a, like, a learning plan. Um, but also, but, you're at school. You bought it the from the school canteen. <laughs> what? Yeah. So Jeez. please, please don't make yeah. any comments about – If you want to just food. maybe say anything, if you've got the urge. Oh, that, that looks delicious. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even practice that. <laughs> So I think that's just an overarching yes. thing is that the food shaming or the food talk um, and body talk. You just don't know how it's going to land. You don't know how it's going to land. You don't know yeah. what else is going on. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah. Yes. Shh. <laughs> Eyes on your own plate. Eyes on your own plate and <laughs> And just, yes. you know, talk about things that are more important. That's right. So follow along, check us out on social media. We're going to do, I think, some more course content. Yes, um, we actually have a planning day next week to have we a think do. about next year. We do. So we're going to um, put together some, probably some new stuff to add, mm. some new stuff to add to our old stuff. That's right. Lucky new stuff. Old stuff better than new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I'm thinking about um, some stuff directly for teenagers yes. um, and resources for parents feeding yes. toddlers. That's sort of on our radar for next year, and which we're excited about. And actually doing a re-record of the talk we did for oh, Butterfly. We keep saying we'll do that. We will do that, yes. We'll do it. We'll it's... do it. Hold us to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we better sign off. And, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.